Hello and welcome to Tiny Bites, bite-sized discussions on minimalism, the simple life, and tiny houses. This is episode 23. My name is Britt and I'm so glad you're joining me this week. Before we get into this week's topic, I wanted to give a quick thank you to two listeners in particular of the Tiny Bites podcast, uh, Deborah and Pierre. If you're out there listening, I did get your call-ins and I'm so sorry I haven't answered Anchor with their recent design. I kind of lost track of your call-ins. I wasn't quite sure where to find them, but I found them now and I'm going to play them for the other listeners and then have a little bit of a discussion. So first up, here's Deborah. Hi, my name is Deb and I have just... uh, started listening to your podcast. I think they're really great and I love how short and sweet they are. Uh, I have just decided to minimalize my life. Uh, In doing so, it meant I sold all of my furniture as well as my clothing and have moved into a 600 square foot apartment. I was in a five bedroom, three bath house. Uh, It's actually really, really liberating. Um, and I actually hope to get rid of more of my stuff, uh, which what is left is a bed, a dresser, and a desk. Um, and, and I agree with you that the minimalization is not only about clutter, but really the clutter in your head and uh, creating time and space for uh, the people Thanks so much for that, Deborah. I think you got cut off a little bit at the end because Anchor only allows one-minute call-ins, but I think your message was pretty clear. I love hearing people's stories of their minimalist journey and how they got into it and how it's been going for them, so I really, really appreciate your journey. I also sold a bunch of furniture before we moved uh, to Northern Ontario, and my goodness, it was It made the move so much easier. So I'm really glad that I did that. So thanks again, Deb, for sharing. I really appreciate your story. And I hope that you continue to uh, realize more minimalist gains in your life, if that's not too ironic to say. The next one up is from Pierre. So here's Pierre. Hey, Brittany. It's Pierre from Durban in South Africa. I loved your episode. Thank you so much. I'm pretty new to this whole minimalist thing. And uh, it has been a bit of a challenge from my side as well because I have two children and a wife and they're not exactly minimalists. And I've just kind of struggled with that. But you know what? It's onwards and upwards. The funny thing is they're actually starting to see my way of thinking, which I'm loving. So uh, thank you so much for a nice episode. Not nice. It's a really awesome episode and definitely worth a follow. And I look forward to hearing more from you. Have a great day. Thanks so much for calling in, Pierre. You can call my episodes nice. I won't hold it against you. I I take that as a compliment, so thank you. I think it's really interesting when there maybe are people in your life who aren't minimalists and they maybe don't really understand what it's all about, but I think that you sort of identified a key piece is that the easiest way to get people in your life on board with minimalism is just to have them see what it's done for you and what it's done for your life. And I think that's the advice that most minimalist bloggers or authors out there would say is because you definitely don't want to start just chucking out your partner's stuff or your kid's stuff or sort of making those minimalist decisions for them. But if they can see that for themselves from your life, they're just so much more likely to be on board with it. So I think that the way that you're going about it is really great. So thanks for that, Colin. I really appreciate it.
So getting into today's episode, this episode might be a little bit longer than normal just because I really wanted to get those call-ins in. But this week, in this week's episode of Tiny Bites, I wanted to talk about a practical tool that I've been using to help simplify my technological life. And I've written on the blog and spoken here on the Tiny Bites podcast about technology and social media a couple of times and the other tools I've used in the past to help create some healthy technology boundaries didn't really work that well for me. But I didn't want to give up because I really found that I need that firm boundary to help me stay off my phone and help me stay off social media when I should be doing more important things like working or just relaxing. So before I get into it, I want to clarify that this is in no way sponsored content. No one is paying me to say this, although it would be totally cool if that sort of thing happened to me. I'm just sharing my opinion on something that I've been using because I think some of you out there might also find it useful in your daily lives. So I don't actually remember how I found it, but I stumbled across this app called Flipped, F-L-I-P-D, Flipped. Their tagline is stay focused, and that is exactly what it helps you do. I think it was originally marketed towards teachers and students to help manage their classroom's attention, like you could log in to a classroom and then your phone would be locked out for the duration of that class, but it's widely available for everyone now. Basically, you give the app a time frame and it applies a light or full lock to your phone and it's totally free to access the classroom version, I think costs money. But if you don't need that, then there is no fee. So for example, the way that I use it, I have the flipped app set up to do a light lock on my phone from 9am to 12 noon every day when I'm at work. And since it's a light lock, I can technically still access my phone if I need to and all of my apps are exactly where they should be. If I do go into my phone while I'm on the app, like while the countdown is happening, I quote unquote lose and the app gives me a sad face and I'm a sucker for that kind of reinforcement. So I try and not break the three hour ban as best as I can. And in the light lock, you can access any apps on your phone if you need to, but again, then you'll fail. And if you do a quote unquote full lock, you'll be fully locked out of your phone for an hour or whatever time frame you specify and only able to access the basic functions of your phone, like text messages, phone calls, time, calendar, context, calculator, for around 20 seconds before the app reappears on your phone screen. So you can still use your phone, but you can't use any of the apps that Flipped characterizes as distracting, which is basically anything that accesses the internet or social media. And you've got to be pretty quick about it. So basically, the full lock turns your smartphone back into one of those basic flip phones like I had in high school. So my experience with with Flipped has actually been pretty great. I really like having a soft boundary between myself and my technology. Previous apps that I used blocked the incoming and outgoing signals so you couldn't access anything like it blocked like your Bluetooth or your Wi-Fi or your mobile data or whatever. But the that application in real life was spotty at best and it was sort of completely ineffective most of the time. And I think that Flip's solution acts like a keeper between yourself and the apps on your phone. So you can still get to them if you need to, depending on the type of lock you're using. But it encourages you to not to by giving you that wonderful countdown. So for the first couple of days, it was a little hard to get used to not being able to have constant access to my phone. I was basically retraining my nervous tick or impulse. And anytime I open a new 
program on my computer. I would check my phone because my computer is a million years old and it takes like five minutes to open anything up. But now I'm probably close to a month in and my brain knows that nine to 12 in the first half of my day is phone off limits time. I just don't feel that pull anymore. So I still check my phone's lock screen to see if I have any text messages, which are normally the most pertinent type of message I receive. But if I don't have any, the phone goes back down, face down on my desk, and I carry on with my workday. And that's been one of the interesting realizations of this experiment. I've been staying off social media for three hours a day for around a month, and nothing bad has happened. I haven't missed anything. No one has forgotten about me. What's more, I find that if I don't have access to the fun apps on my phone, I'll just find something else to do, like my job, which is what I'm supposed to be doing in the first place. It seems kind of silly, actually, to admit that I need an app or a technological solution to help me break my bad habits with technology, but I've really found Flipped useful. Our brains weren't really built for the level of stimulation they receive on a daily basis from our phones. And it's even been proven in children that using technology is as addictive as some narcotics. So it really only makes sense that we would need a tool to help us rework those habits. I don't know if Flipped is the best solution out there, but it's the best one I've come across so far. And I don't actually have anything bad to say about it. It was easy to set up and it's easy to run. And so I plan on using it for the foreseeable future. That's it for this week's episode of Tiny Bites. A little less on the tiny side this week, but that's okay. I want to know from you guys, have you tried a high-tech solution to help you create some boundaries between yourself and your technology? How did it go? If you're listening to this on Anchor, call in and let me know. Otherwise, you can comment over on the blog at tinyambitions.com slash tinybytes23. Next week on the blog, I'm sharing what I'm packing for seven days in St. Lucia. Spoiler, spoiler alert. That's a really hard word to say. I'm fitting everything into a backpack just to challenge myself, so stay tuned for that. If you don't want to miss an episode of Tiny Bites, you can favorite my station in Anchor or subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. Just search for the name of my blog, Tiny Ambitions, and it should come up. And big shout out to everyone who has already subscribed or favorited. It really means the world to me. Have a great week, everyone. Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too.